All right, I think we're good. I guess I'm the uh, gonna have to do the intro now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first time me and you have ever done a solo one, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure a solo one. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> a duo. Um. All right. Well, I'm trying to think how I should even start this, but uh, guess I'll just do it like Kurt and say. Uh, Hello and welcome to another edition of uh, Beer Breath Podcast. And by Beer Breath Podcast, I mean Mike and Sam show. Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's literally just me sitting by myself in Curtis's house down in the basement with Sam on the phone. And uh, what up? What? Uh, so you're Glansbergin it. What? Uh, how did that? You just knock on the door, so we were texting about how you got in there. How, how did that go down? <laughs> I texted Keely to make sure she was here, obviously. Oh, uh, okay. But that's probably not... You wanted probably me to say something cooler than that? <laughs> oh, no, I guess it's fine, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, so uh, Kurt's in Boston, um, because I guess he's a Patriots fan. It's actually yeah. the real reason he's gone. It's, he claims it's for work, but he's going to be there for the parade. So I think he's actually a Patriots fan. Um, that makes sense since the Packers aren't playing that well. Or yeah. just switch over to the Patriots. Yeah, he would do something like that. Makes perfect sense. But then Trey and Dom are going to be doing, I think they got something a little special planned for the uh, later episode, the Friday episode. So oh, guys, yeah. So everybody can look forward to that. But today you just got Sam and I. And so we are going to talk about the Super Bowl was this last weekend. Um, going to talk about a little golf, maybe. And then yeah. who knows after that. So I guess uh, get ready for it. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for All right, I guess we'll just jump right into Super Bowl talk since it was just well yesterday. Do you want, do you want to do your your uh, dream first? Oh, true. Also, I don't know. Are you sipping on anything? Uh, an orange Gatorade. Okay, <laughs> we'll get the review on that later. Um, I have a Dagum IPA. It's literally what it's called. It's a uh, Raw and Sons, which I think we did. The Ugly Pug Black Ale before, hmm. but this is their IPA. They're Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I don't have the glasses because Kurt's not here, so I didn't rummage through all of his dishes to get those. So I don't know what color it looks like, but it's in a green can. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's got a pretty good rating. Um, six point six, it looks like alcohol. So you're getting after it. Uh, I was gonna say six point six is not a very good rating unless it's out of seven. <laughs> no, no. Well, even the scores are out of five, and anything above three and a half on Beer Advocate's pretty good. True. Initial taste. It's got a weird aftertaste. Hmm. It's kind of smooth, but it's not like a. It's not like a fruity aftertaste, like a normal IPA, I guess. Okay. It's kind of like a almost like a herbaceous Ooh. aftertaste. Yikes! <laughs> nah. So. uh yeah, I guess uh, I'll give you a review on it after. But it says this one critic on here. These people are ridiculous. These people are so much into like I like beer, but this is this is crazy. Pours an effervescent gold with two fingers of whipped up ivory colored head. Nice head retention and lacing. How insane is that? I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you what half of that meant. I don't even know. I mean, they're words. I, I kind of know what some of them mean, but when they're <laughs> When they just they, got it, on the thesaurus online and just started looking up alternate words to things. I will I will say a lot of them reference grapefruit, not to get into the whole uh, discussion, but you said you can't taste the, the citrus, right? I kind of can, but I don't know. After a few more drinks, it's getting more fruity. The first couple okay. were like... Like herby, almost. like. A, yeah, this one, this one, it says that it smells musty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I can't smell it out of the can, but 
know. It's all right. But um, what was I going to talk about? Oh, oh you're going to do your spell. I was going to do Mike's spell instead of Sam's spell, but um, so I texted the group that I had a, a dream that um, so we were all the whole Beer Breath podcast crew was at um, a K State football game. And it was against Texas, and it was like, it was all the normal players, but then Josh Freeman came back, and he was playing quarterback. And anyways, he, there was an interception, like one of the Texas players picked him off, but it was because Freeman was confused, because one of the Texas players like put a thing on his helmet to make it look like he was wearing a K-State helmet. (laughs) Like the beanies? Yeah. Like that, like, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so he just put that over his helmet and he picked him off because uh, he thought he was on our team. And then the Texas guy came over to the sideline and, like, all the Texas players were super mad at him for doing that. They're like, I don't know how I would know this because I was in the stands, but I just imagine <laughs> them being like, like, dude, what, what are you doing? You can't do that. That's illegal or something like that. And then they started, it was like, started a huge brawl, but it was all Texas players fighting that guy. And then I went to the concessions and got another beer at that point while that was happening, I think. That was the end of my dream. Isn't it insane how in your dreams, like, so you're in the crowd, but you can still, like, hear and know everything that's happening? It's so odd, right? Like, you're, like, ever, you're, like, all-knowing. Yeah, because we were were sitting up in, like, the, like, a suite. So it had glass. But somehow I knew exactly what was going on on the field. Yeah. Dreams are way too absurd. Yeah. So, frames, frames. Who knows what he's up to now? I can imagine him getting pretty fat, though. I think he was back here for a game last year, wasn't he? I think he was with uh, Master. That, yeah, Master. Yeah, that, I wonder uh, if you Tyson, were thinking maybe? about that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you were thinking about that for some reason. I could have been. Maybe it was the Texas game too. Who knows? So, I think the reason. And not to one-up your thing, but my spell, I'm just going to say it real quick. It was last night. I think it, it seeped into my mind because did you see it the halftime of the – or during the Super Bowl, they were showing Atlanta apparently as a sick aquarium. Oh, yeah. They they have like the biggest one of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, so in my dream, it was basically like tons of alligators and crazy stuff. And we were at a restaurant, but it was like a floating raft. And there was alligators and all like dangerous things around us. And you had to get off the raft. Ra- aft into the other spot. It was absolutely terrifying. But I love aquariums. So. Yeah, the, I think I've been to the Atlanta Aquarium when I was like really, really little. And I remember it being amazing because oh, nice. I obviously uh, love aquariums. Obviously, there's penguins. Yeah. yeah and there's penguins. <laughs> yeah. but uh, Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they have penguins at aquariums. If they don't, then there's no point. And they're stupid, they should. But uh, I guess we'll just transition that in just to talking about the Super Bowl in Atlanta since that happened this last weekend. Mm-hmm. And overall, pretty yep. uh, pretty negative reviews on everything. <laughs> there's, there's not much positive that happened, especially since they teased your um, SpongeBob. You, you oh. wanted SpongeBob and they you thought it was coming. I know. As soon as they showed it on, I was like, "Oh my god, this is perfect!" Travis Scott's coming on. They're gonna do like a little collab for the SpongeBob song and transition into his stuff. <laughs> and then they just showed a video, and it went into uh, what song was it? Sicko, Sicko mode? mode. Sicko mode. Yeah, that was. I'm stupid. pretty sure. Yeah. So it's just a tease because there's was- <laughs> so dumb. It, I think it was supposed because the guy that invented SpongeBob or like. Not invented it, but wrote it. Died this year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. He did. Yeah. So I thought it was supposed to be like a tribute, which I guess it kind of was, but was it not a very flattering tribute because I didn't do anything? <laughs> but missed opportunity there. <laughs> all right. So about um, the game before we get into the uh, the commercials and all the other nonsense. The game-wise, and this is not just being – there's a difference between, like, a low-scoring defensive battle and that. I mean, that was 
first of all, low scoring, it's it's gonna be hard to capture a lot of people when the score is thirteen to three and it's three to three what into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Or I think late third, Sony Michelle might have scored. Um, there's really not much analysis to do because there were so many freaking punts <laughs> yeah. um, in the game. But the, I didn't feel like – I mean, there wasn't even exciting defensive plays. It was just like pressure, throw it away, punt. Like it repeated and missed. <laughs> like there, what I don't – I can't think of – there's not even a play in my mind that sticks. Well, the first like, the first Pat series when it got tipped and intercepted, that was exciting. Yeah, true. Because you're like, oh, this is going to be how it goes. And then you're like, all right, a lot of big plays. <laughs> yeah. And then it went the complete opposite and was just a stalemate through snooze pretty much fest. three full quarters. Yeah. Just a complete snooze fest. There was one play ran in the red zone. The entire after, game? After Gronk. So remember that long pass to Gronk, which yeah. was a nice play. And then Sony Michelle scored from the two on the first play. That was the only was red the zone only play. Red zone. That's insane. That's absurd. And obviously, 13 to 3 to 16 total points is the lowest in Super Bowl history. Three points is the lowest in Super Bowl history. Eight straight punts is the most in NFL history. Like all stats that just <laughs> Bad make it non exciting. Yeah. Not, yeah. not like good Super Bowl records. Want. Yeah. I did see no. some guy made, I think he bet like maybe 100 or 200 bucks that the Rams would only score um three points which i don't know how they have literally thousands of prop bets during the yeah. super bowl so, so the fact that was an option was insane but he won over 100 grand because they only yeah. scored three points one that i read just before we hopped on here was they had a no td prop for the whole game that was 500 to 1 and they said that vegas would have just lost an absolute like ton of money. Could you imagine you just be like, oh, I'll put like five bucks on no touchdowns being scored. And then through half, you're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. I'll make 2500 on a $5 bet. Yeah, that would be insane. Yeah, there were tons of props. I, I think Edelman wasn't, he was still pretty high favorite after the quarterbacks um, to win. So I, I don't think it was much more than maybe 15 or 20 to one. I am um, almost kind of pissed that he did have such Edelman had such well not even really a big game but he had a bigger game because I was hoping that a punter would be the first like it would be the first punter to get MVP like a yeah could, yeah could you imagine McAfee oh you know what would have been amazing so all those amazing punts although New England's punter was almost better because he yeah. was backspinning them down there yeah he he had more pins probably yeah but Hecker could have thrown a pass. So, like, let's say he had all those punts and then completed a late, um, like a like a late fake punt, and then they, you know, kicked or something. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I was thinking of all the scenarios where either Zerline or somebody else could have won. <laughs> yeah, that would have kind of salvaged such a terrible game if something was, cool like that happened. That was how bad the game was. I was just thinking <laughs> of ways that kickers and punters could win, uh, could win MVP. Yeah, that would have been amazing, but. Yeah, so the game itself was terrible. Nothing exciting. And Brady's six and nine, six, six and three. I think now. Yeah, he didn't even play well. He put he threw a couple nice passes. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything that stuck out as to why, as mm-hmm. Brady being the reason they won. He made that yeah. one good pass to Gronk to get him into the red zone. Belichick was the reason. Just yeah. absolutely befuddling McVay. Um, Kind of strange, the lack of Todd Gurley use in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I still am waiting to hear, like after the fact, if he was still hurt. But even if you're hurt, like, don't you want to play as much as you can during the Super Bowl? And he looked okay when he was in there. He broke. I know one got called back, but he broke a couple ten plus yard runs, and I don't know. It seemed very odd to uh, the. Essentially, probably, I don't know if he actually got second in MVP, but, you know, top three, I would say, in the regular season, right? Behind Mahomes and Breeze and then probably Gurley if yeah. right up there. And, and just to be a, almost a non-factor the whole playoffs. I mean, he had an okay – he had a good game against the Cowboys, but, I mean, he wasn't really after that. 
Yeah, I don't. What was even wrong with him? Like, was it just like? See, yeah, there's like conflicting things because then they said Tracy kept saying that he's coming over and limping on the sideline, but I don't know. I don't know. But to say going like there wasn't a play in the game where it's like, oh, he got hit hard there. That probably no, because he that was Tracy was saying before the game too that he was going to be a huge part of their game plan, right? And then yeah, just I to keep, completely go away from that, even when they had C.J. Anderson in, like if their game plan was running the ball. They still didn't stick to that very well. No, five seven three hundred is what we decided on one of the uh, last podcasts. Uh, Trey was saying that somebody said he was three hundred pounds, CJ Anderson. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, besides that, and Goff missed a couple. They were giving him a hard time. He was under pressure pretty much all game, and I don't know. I, don't, I have a hard time blaming him too much. I mean, they just—it was just a whole team. I don't even know. Both teams sucked. The game sucked. Yeah. That's really the gist of it. And Goff, every time, it seemed like he was just throwing them up for grabs any time they went, decided to go deep. Yeah, like that was showed, devastating the pick. Yeah, they showed a replay, like one before that, and he had the he had the deep cross yeah. like, wide open. But Oh, yeah, when he threw it down the left sideline. Yeah. He also missed, uh, remember when that guy was just sitting there, Cooks, wide open, and yeah. he threw it down the middle and it was too late. It was an unbelievable play by the safety to come over. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, he waited too long and didn't put enough zip on it to get to Cooks just literally standing by the goalpost. I don't know <laughs> if I've seen a guy that wide open when you're on the like 20 or 30. No, that, yeah, that was, I don't know. I mean, they kept saying on TV that, the guy that came over and made the hit, too, was not even the guy that was supposed to be guarding him that yeah. play. He was so, just the backside safety. <laughs> yeah. So, who knows? But, yeah, Goff didn't play very well. No one on the Rams played well on offense. Their defense was pretty stout for the most part. Yeah. But, no, they def- they definitely played good. Marcus Peters played pretty well um, for the most part. Gave up a few plays, but I thought he was, he was pretty good. Um, Edelman, you know, did his thing. Yeah, um, probably deserved it. Ten for one forty or something like that. So he's good. The slot receiver position obviously is a a huge part of a lot of teams, and it makes sense. I mean, it's such a tough guard for for all teams. I mean, yeah. it's when you got a guy that quick and you can run that good a route. So yeah, I mean, it was he played well, but I mean, he didn't do anything cool. I mean, he's catching, you know. Seven to twelve yard passes, right? So yeah, and it wasn't like he made any amazing catches either, because no, he's so I, wide open every time. Them saying, I heard some people post game saying Hall of Fame is the most absurd take. People just say stuff to say stuff. <laughs> yeah, like a Hall of Fame, like you have to be dominant for seasons. Yeah, and he, he hasn't had one dominant season. I don't even know. Well, what he's been meant. hurt for basically every single season ever. And he was suspended for PDs at the beginning yeah. of the season, right? Yeah. So, so I guess it doesn't even matter. You might as well just do all the illegal stuff, right? Like what yeah. does it matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't unless you're in baseball, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so that the Super Bowl sucked and also while well, we already decided that the halftime was terrible. Because yeah. they didn't do SpongeBob. <laughs> and Adam Levine just if he would have played more songs, I saw this on Twitter, he probably would have just been naked by the end of it. Cause he just, <laughs> yeah. he just kept yeah, taking clothes absurd. off every song. That was absurd. There was but, no point for that. But, I wasn't as mad. I mean, obviously I would I'm not a huge Maroon Five fan. Um, so I didn't really care for what he was playing, but I mean I didn't think it was horrible, horrible until he was stripping down then there was absolutely no point for that yeah but also um the commercials were really bad as well <laughs> i can't think of i mean there's a couple okay ones but yeah, there's a couple there's a couple good ones um some of the ones we won't talk about much are everyone loved the game of thrones one if you watch that which none of us really do i don't think on the podcast um, no, i don't so Sorry for if any uh, listeners listen uh, are big Game of Thrones fans, yeah, but that you're not going to get any Game of Thrones takes on here. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the Harrison Ford one with the dog. Um, yeah, that was ordering good. more. 
Yeah. That was kind of funny. Said, don't order any more dog food, and then he started ordering <laughs> bacon and stuff. And biscuits and gravy or yeah. something. Yeah, sausages. Gravy. Yeah. Order more gravy. Um, the Hyundai Jason Bateman one was not too bad. Um, when he's when they're in the elevator, yeah, uh, going up and down to the worst floors or whatever. Yeah, and they're like, "I remember innocent until proven guilty," and he's like, well, "Let's be honest, that guy did it because he just <laughs> looked like a complete animal." Yeah. Um, but now I want to get to my three favorite ones. Um, so was it NFL 100? What what is the what is that called? Yeah, it's NFL 100. I think it was just commemorating the hundredth season of the NFL. Yeah. Or was this past season the hundredth, or the next season is the hundredth? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, they probably had. I don't. I don't actually know, but they had 50 plus Hall of Famers in the commercial. Yeah, and it was pretty sweet, starting with Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch at the beginning. <laughs> Uh, my favorite was, I mean, there was a ton, there was a ton of good parts and everyone was involved. My favorite was Singletary going insane, (laughs) saying fumble. Bug eyes. (laughs) Bug eyes. He's absolutely out of his mind. I don't, I don't, is he still coaching? I don't, I have no idea. But speaking of Marshawn, did you see they had like the Walter Payton award at the beginning and everybody was like standing in their suits and (laughs) Marshawn was just sitting there on the little podium thing. Yeah. Wearing like. Not wearing anything. Yeah, right? Wearing like a beanie and uh hoodie. <laughs> he's so insane. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. And then um I'd have to go rewatch that one. I was in I know I remember Ed Reed in it. Yeah, I mean literally everyone yeah. who's anyone who's still alive um was yeah. in it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that one was actually cool. Um the next one is for Everyone, if you had listened to the podcast, you know Dom and I are big into ASMR. Yes. <laughs> so, so when that Michelob Golden, I think it was, I don't know what it was. Pure Michelob, Gold, Michelob Pure Gold, I think. Yeah, Michelob Pure Gold. When it came on and she started doing that, I was freaking out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no way. I felt like it was made just for me. <laughs> yeah. It definitely was because everybody else hated that commercial because they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Yeah, everyone at our um, at my apartment was like, "What is this?" I was like, "Dude, everyone, shut up, stop <laughs> talking." And she was doing the whispering on the piano, I think, and uh, <laughs> tapping on the glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that that was one of my favorites. Probably, yeah, I got some bad reviews. My favorite one was one that I had actually seen last week, or maybe we had talked about it on Twitter or Instagram. Was the Devour one? Oh yeah. With the, uh, they cut out a lot of it. Yeah, they so did. So if you guys want to see it, um, it, it was still funny, um, but they cut out a, a lot of the parts. Uh, basically, if, if you guys hadn't seen it, it was, it was started as a food porn one or something like that. And they just made a bunch of, um, jokes about how the husband was addicted to devour frozen food, foods, frozen, frozen food. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they and they tied it to like how um, a wife would come home and her husband would be watching regular porn. Yeah. So like the um, the part that they cut out that was the funniest was when he was in the garage like oh, stirring, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stirring up the food and she opens the door and catches him <laughs> and he like tosses the stuff out but it looks insane how he's stirring it like yeah. he's jibbing yeah. looks like he's jibbing. Yeah. <laughs> so I think so that was the point of it. Yeah, it was. So he's stirring it around and then she comes in like like you'd ever be jibbing in a garage. That'd be <laughs> yeah. absurd. But she opens the garage and he, like tosses the stuff to the side. Yeah. Um but yeah, and then she talks about like how he's uh how it's like a serious problem. Um but anyways, I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah, it is um, pretty good. The full one's better, but that one was pretty good. Yeah. On the uh, negative side though, and so I just started noticing it that there were so many commercials about like robots and artificial intelligence. Oh my gosh. I know. And it kind of freaked me out because, well, first of all, I said that. And then like 10 seconds later, I got on Twitter and saw that Trey, I wish Trey was here to discuss this with us, (laughs) but he said something about it, which probably just feeds into the whole robots taking over the world subconsciously. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't know. They're just preparing us for us, preparing us for it or something. 
who I want to know who like watches that and they're like, oh yeah, people are gonna like this. Yeah, especially person like robot that's doing things. No, why would you? What would make you like that? Yeah, apparently are gone. Gone are the days of actual funny Super Bowl commercials too. They're yeah, all like they're just, super like empowering or like. I don't know. They didn't even try and make funny ones, and then they were just stupid. There just wasn't any. No. Right? Like, there was very few attempts at even making them. Yeah, because even, like, like Puppy Monkey Baby was the stupidest commercial of all time, but it was still kind of funny. <laughs> it's still amazing. It was... I still call Kickstarts PMDs usually, so. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the, the robot, like, artificial intelligent ones freaked me out a little bit. The, even TurboTax had one. That like a kid was a fa- it his one that one was terrifying because he had a human face yeah the robo baby no, or whatever there was no point for any of that yeah I not a huge fan so I'm gonna just uh, stay woke on that and say that they're not gonna trick me into yeah. uh, letting robots take over the world we can't have musky butt involved I've seen a bunch of musky butt tweets lately so. Yeah. He's probably behind it all. He has to be. There's no way he's not. But he's trying to also wake us up to it, so I'm kind of confused. That's Maybe true. that's part of his tactic, though. But he's also not a human, so he might be a... Yeah, I guess... We're not sure. Yeah, there's no telling. Musky Butt's probably a robot. <laughs> I wish there was more to talk about about the, cause the last football game. For all of us, I don't know if that new league starts this spring or next spring, or what. But oh, basically, the, it's the new XFL or whatever. Yeah, but there's also another AAF, AAFL, and whatever. I think XFL is 2020, but I'm not sure if the other um, one. I saw Trent Richardson was on Birmingham uh, and some other teams, but. Yeah, I'm not sure when that league starts, but anyways, that's not the point. There's no football for months now. Yeah, it's um, pretty depressing, especially when that was the game that like sent football season yeah. out. It was the worst football game I'd sat through the entire year, including K so, State, which is saying a lot. So I was saying this. I made this statement. I've never watched a pro game because I've watched K State, obviously, and there's been bad K State games but I've never watched a pro game that was that bad from start to finish. Cause I would just turn it like on Sunday. Oh yeah. If I was watching, right. Like if that was a game well, on, you just turn it to red zone. Yeah. I watch red zone anyway, but yeah. even if it was a team that like I was a fan of, yeah, like I'd still be mad watching it. Like it wouldn't, it, yeah, it was just not fun. No in any yeah. aspect. And I don't know. It could have been just because I was sitting by myself in my living room that I felt that way more too, and not like just drink. Because if I had was around other people, it would just obviously be just eating or drinking, right? And not paying attention, right. but I had to pay attention basically. So I was yeah, just, I just sat there and drank about as many beers as I could. How many? What? How many did you mow through? Um, I probably had about ten lattes. Oh wow! So I was I was rolling through them because I was just it was boredom drinking at that point. You're pretty sauced up then. Yeah. So no food. Uh, I ordered uh, ordered some food like uh, okay. right after the game started. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, that that sucked, and the worst part about it is that well, about every Sunday, but especially Super Bowl Sundays, the next day is Monday. Yeah. So today it, was it absolutely was, brutal. It was even worse because you're not even like you're not even you can't even go to work and talk about it because it was such a bad game. Yeah. But anyways, I guess that wraps up any thoughts we have on the Super Bowl. But before the Super Bowl happened yesterday, um, well, I guess a few days ago now, but um, was the waste management golf tournament in Phoenix? Well, uh, Scottsdale, I guess, but. Um, a few insane things happened in that, which includes just the tournament itself being absolutely bonkers. <laughs> absolutely insane. <laughs> and of uh, one of the uh, guys who used to be on the podcast and who sings the opening, Nick Walsh, was there, right? Yeah, we might have to get him on to talk about it some at some point. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely um, 
a golf tournament that, you know, you feel like you need to go to that's not a major, right? Yeah. And we had talked about, like, planning a trip and going. We just never did, which was... It's actually, it's actually moved up to January, though. It used to be later, which I think would be better because, I mean, it's still... I mean, I, f- I, f- I feel like it was probably warm-ish, but... Yeah, um, well, when we were there for the bowl games, like, the morning, like, anytime you're in the desert, it gets cold at night. Mm-hmm. So the mornings are kind of chilly. But during the day, it would get up to 70s usually. Oh, okay. That, that'd that be perfect then. I think. Um, I, that's what I think I remember. But. I'm trying to remember when we were in Glendale. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember it being super warm, but whatever. Um, but yeah, to the – so Nick was there. I'm not sure what days, judging from his Snapchat and Instagram, he was there for. I think um, maybe Thursday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe something like, yeah. Know, who knows? I don't it didn't look like it, but yesterday or Sunday looked absolutely miserable. Yeah, it was raining at the terrible. tournament. Yeah. Um but yeah, definitely one that we if we could all go to, that would be so sick. So if people don't know, sixteen, right, is the whole Yep. Sixteen is a par three that is has essentially it's a, a stadium style seating all around Mm -hmm. um and the thing about it is there's madness i don't know how much is is there any time you have to be quiet do they still be quiet on huts and stuff (laughs) no did you watch any of it i haven't i didn't see i mean i saw a little bit but you know i wasn't watching specifically on 16 or anything for that so I thought you probably had to be, but I think I think they still try and enforce it. But there's no way when you have twenty thousand drunk people. <laughs> Is that, it seats like a ton, right? Yeah, I'm sure it does. But so <laughs> when I was watching it, they so like they're up to the tee and like they try and some players if they're into it will try and hype them up a little bit. Yeah. So like on the tee, it sounds like like a football stadium, like crowd noise, like going oh. <laughs> and so they hit it and then obviously if it's a good shot then everybody goes crazy and yeah. if it's a bad shot because it's fun to make fun they of you. boo yeah, yeah. They like heckle them <laughs> yeah and so it's the same thing during putts and so like i think it was bubba was putting but it was like a pretty lengthy par putt or not yeah. lengthy but he had some work to do and yeah. <laughs> while he was putting they were just like they're like bogey bogey (laughs) while he is putting so it's like i don't know it's it's way different than any other tournament or it's like the opposite of proper golf Golf. etiquette yeah proper golf etiquette i saw some video of a chick in the crowd who was just double fist pounding like aluminum bottles did you see that (laughs) one yeah i did see that on par stool or something like that (laughs) and she crushed two of them and everyone's going insane she's She's pretty. I mean, like she wasn't like a heifer or anything either. Yeah, she she was getting after, and the people are obviously <laughs> yeah. all excited. Yeah, so I don't. This it's kind of like obviously, if you're a golf purist, then you're gonna hate it because. But it's kind of like it's kind of golf going in a more cool direction, I guess, or at least this yeah. tournament is. And we've talked about it on podcast before how it'd be fun to have like one hole like the 16th at the waste management at every tournament yeah, that right. just like put the pressure on the players and put them in a different mindset. Cause uh, Curtis and I were talking about how if you, you're like, Oh man, I got 16 coming up and it's going to be rowdy. Like it, it's towards the end of your round and like you could be worn out and anything could happen. But, right. So it kind of adds a different element, which is kind of cool. And it's also hilarious when fans are like either booing or cheering super loud if it's a good shot. But And it's kind of cool. I mean, I kind of like it how it's not a super hard hole either. Yeah, it's like um, a, it's only like 120, I think. Yeah, like if you had it on – if you had the same style on um, – freaking uh, sawgrass <laughs> yeah. they're doing it there like you you gotta make it like a semi-easy hole so the guys can have fun with it yeah i was saying what if at sawgrass they just like people were just out there in the water hanging out on like rafts or oh something oh my god <laughs> be out of control <laughs> like they used to do at uh giants to uh grab barry bonds uh, <laughs> yeah out in mccovey cove ball. yeah 
on the seventeenth at Sawgrass. <laughs> they just have people out there. Yeah. That would be sick. Just jet skis. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I think they should have like at least one hole. I mean, at least more than one total for the entire year. Yeah, because like I mean, somebody else could do it. At some of the other majors, like Augusta, I don't think you could yeah. ever do that because it's no, the no. most prestigious golf tournament ever. Yeah, and, and they're so stuck up, they would never yeah, allow that. And yeah, the rules, they're huge rule stickers there. Like, you can't cheer or you'll get thrown out sometimes, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, they're ridiculous. But yeah, the waste management was pretty fun. And then, I don't know if I can say this, but I probably can. Our boy Rick... Big Dick uh-huh. Rick got the dub. He pulled it out. Um, he uh, had some trouble on. <laughs> I don't even remember what hole it was now. It was uh, like eleven or tw- uh, thirteen. Uh, I don't know. It was in. It was we'll in the say, back it, nine. But it was a back nine, and it was. Um, I want to say like we'll just say it was thirteen. It doesn't really matter, but it was one of those. Yeah. So it was a uh, par four. And so he hits it. Um, I didn't see all of it leading up to it, Mm-mm. but he hits it right of the green on, I think, his second shot. So he's chipping yeah. on for three, and his chip right. his chip goes, I mean. Not that bad of a chip. Though. No, but it just never slows down, and it goes all the way down. It, like, skirts the edge of the bunker. Yeah. And then goes straight into the water on the so, other side of the green. When he chips it, and it's raining too, so it's very weird it didn't hold. So yeah. obviously it was downhillish a little. Mm-hmm. But it goes, and when it's going, you're like, oh, okay, it's going in the bunker. And then you're like, wow, so lucky missed the bunker. And then it just never stopped rolling. No. <laughs> it was very insane. Yeah, and it just it literally went along the edge of the bunker. Like it couldn't have been more than six inches from the edge of the bunker. Right. But so – does that it goes in the water so i guess the ruling is that's a hazard and so you have to drop out of it so and get a stroke penalty so he drops it's sitting there he walks up to the green to like take a look at his shot and while he's up there it rolls back into the water so that's some crazy rule i think it's a new something with a new rule this year because i yeah Kind of looked it, on Twitter and people were going crazy. Yeah, and it's – I don't think it's its not a – like it, it was only one stroke, I think. Because then I think when he – it doesn't really matter. But I think when he – so that one went in the water. Then he put another one down, obviously, because he has to freaking play. Yeah. And then he hit that one. And then he drains like a 40-footer. Yeah, it was an insane putt. Yeah. For a yeah, triple it was actually seven. A, it was actually a good triple. Um, yeah, all things considered, it was amazing because that putt easily could have gone really yeah, wrong. That could have been a three putt. It, it was a long putt. So it, was a, it, it, it actually, obviously, um, as you saw more of it, turned out to be you know a huge putt and a huge, um, huge moment in the in the tournament. He didn't let that phase in which um, I don't know how those are the. That's the kind of thing that you watch that, and those are the things that make you quit golf forever. Yeah. Like, if that happened to me, I would not. I wa- I would have walked off the course. Yeah. Maybe not if I <laughs> knew I could potentially win a million or millions of dollars, but yeah. still, I mean, to have something like that happen and have that late in the round and on Sunday, I mean, that took some. And he had already been having fortitude. like. A- he had already been having like a medium round, right? Like not that great. I no, mean, like, everyone was over par, but yeah, he had a, he was already I think like two or three over right. par at that point. But he pulled it out. Happy for him. Yeah, we were talking. So to, he he made a birdie down the stretch, right? A couple birdies, maybe. Yeah, seventeen. I think he made a birdie, yeah. and maybe one other one. Eighteen. He almost got in trouble again because he hit one. Like they had church pew bunkers. Those ridiculous Rob bunkers, style. Yeah. Rob uh, style church pews. <laughs> and he hit it, but he hit it in the grass in between them, which was probably even more difficult because it was really scrubby. Yeah. And so he hit it out of that and he hit it 
I think he hit it on the right side and then chipped and hit his par putt. But yeah, it was it was pretty entertaining. I'm I mean, football's over, but I'm kind of glad that golf is gearing back up a little bit. Ramping up, yeah, for sure. But especially, well, it was like 70 degrees here on this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, yeah. Especially, um, I was just going to say about Slick Rick, since his whole career, um, obviously a great golfer, but has had a lot of second places, and I think he's had a couple at the waste management. Yeah. Second place, so um, hopefully with these last couple years, uh, you know, he's ready to to actually turn it on um, and start stacking some W's, so. Yeah, it'd be, yeah. Be clutch for him to be able to win a major. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing that Tiger wasn't playing, but oh well. Yeah, I guess. No. Yeah, I mean he played the week before. I don't. So he, I was speaking of Tiger. I read something about him that he um, was fatigued last year because he played a ton at the end of the year. Um, which I mean that happens because you're advancing in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Like so, I mean it's a good thing, but you know for him it being this first year after all the madness, um, he's probably going to be not playing as much, at least to start. Uh, yeah. He plays in a couple weeks, I think, at the Genesis. Um, and then with the PGA being in May this year, I believe, um, I think that's right. I think they moved the PGA from August to May, so it's... Uh, so did they switch one, or are they just... I, I, I think they well. There was nothing in May before, so I think they must be moving the players to August, hmm. the players' championship to yeah. August or September. Interesting. Um, yeah, because the PGA used to be in August, so um, there'll be a lot of majors though, and obviously the the majors are incredible. Um, even even non huge golf fans that not as not as big as us. I mean, the Masters gets quite a bit and. That's pretty much the next big thing. Um, we got March Madness, but um, who knows how that goes? Your team can be knocked out real quick, and that. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, coming up on a pretty uh, tough part of sports year after March Madness. Tough, tough part of life when you just got <laughs> baseball. Yeah, baseball is exciting for baseball is exciting for the first like month. And then you just stop caring, and then it starts getting exciting again yeah. in the last month when it gets closer to the playoffs. But but the problem the problem I have with it is the last month, like even when it's exciting, I'm like, all right, it's football season, right? Like, yeah. I mean, my mind is like switched into football season. Unless the Cubs are like really really good, and I mean, I'll still watch the Cubs and that. But I mean, I wish I wish there wasn't as much overlap there, just because I don't like baseball as much, and I'd rather turn all efforts to football yeah it kind of um, sucks that way i mean with basketball or college basketball and college football it overlaps mm-hmm. yeah so, the, well that's the stupidest they should just move college basketball back yeah but then they couldn't have march madness so i guess that's yeah know, they could just have may madness yeah true april anarchy yeah, <laughs> yeah oh man <laughs> but yeah um I forgot what I was going to say. I guess it wasn't that important. But, non, uh, non, uh, non-golf related? No. It had something to do with golf, but who cares? Who cares? No, one was, no one's even listening at this point anyway. That's true. They're already <laughs> tired of the two-man show. They're <laughs> wondering where uh, Dom and Trey and Kurt are at. Yeah. Probably wondering where Phil's at, really. Yeah, we haven't had Phil on in a while. Need to yeah. get him on for an update on his life. Yeah, uh, and some Phil, Phil's foods, too. Yeah, we've been extremely lacking on some food topics lately. We need, uh, I was also thinking we got to get uh, Cookie Monster on here at some point. Yeah, at some point we probably should. Speaking of which, uh, just a little side note. Uh, Kurt was flying and saw CP, as we call him, who is Clint. <laughs> Uh, Cookie Monster's dad, Clint's dad, Charlie Potatoes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Cookie Monster and Charlie Potatoes. 
Oh my god, I can't stop retweeting the actual Cookie Monster account whenever he tweets something. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so clutch. But anyways, what were you saying? Kurt saw CP at the... Oh yeah, so he was texting us and uh, he's like, I'm pretty sure I just saw Clint's dad and, um, and it was like a random airport or whatever. And we're all like, and then he describes him. He's like, yeah. He's like, he had these uh, uh, handlebar mustache, and he was just absolutely destroying a sandwich. And I texted him right away, like he was eating it like an animal. I texted him right away. Uh, by your description, that's definitely him. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if it was or not. And then he texted uh, Cookie Monster on the side, and Cookie Monster asked, "See Charlie Potatoes?" And it turns out, sure enough. <laughs> Sure enough, Charlie Potato. So the Charlie Potato story, if we probably already told it a million times on here, but uh, Clint was talking about how his dad makes uh, like a potato dish, and we're like, oh, okay, cool. It's like cheesy potatoes. Yeah. We're like, whatever. And he's like, yeah, he calls them Charlie Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> he just named them after himself. <laughs> So naturally, that's just his. Uh, that's his name now. That's his name now. His actual uh, name is Charlie, right? Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, yeah Charlie Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, Charlie Potatoes. But yeah, we uh, tried to come up with a cool food topic today to talk about. Yeah, unfortunately, it uh, didn't happen. We can talk about. Not to go back on the Super Bowl, but they do have supposedly a new Dorito flavor coming out, which is kind of yeah. Exciting. I'm, I'm semi excited about it. Uh, what is it? It's flaming hot is nacho. It, right? Flaming hot nacho. So they've yeah. tried to do. So they had a Blaze one, uh, Dorito Blaze. Yeah, and it was okay. It, I I don't remember my actual rating for it, but this one has some potential because it's it's almost and. Obviously, we're all big fans of the spicy nacho one. Yeah, spicy nacho. Um, in case anybody has never had those, those are the best. Well, Dorito. first of all, if you've never had them, then there's really no point. Yeah. Like, if you like chips and you've never had spicy nacho. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking for a twist on that, um, which could be like a little. That's what I was hoping. I'm hoping it's like a little spicier, spicy yeah. nacho. Right. Because um, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be. That'd be big time. But I I don't know if I really want it if it's just Doritos with the flaming hot Cheeto dust on it. Yeah, which they, have, which they do do with Funyuns and some other stuff. I'm a big fan, though, of the – so I'm a big fan of the flaming hot munchies, which essentially is that. But they're not as hot. Flaming hot munchies are not as hot as like flaming hot Cheetos. I don't think I've ever had flaming hot munchies. Just oh, the for real? original cheddar or whatever. Oh yeah, cheddar cheddar's good, but yeah, you got to get the flaming hot ones. They're solid. It's it's not nearly as hot if even if you're not a fan of flaming hot Cheetos, the flaming hot munchie, munchies are basically a light version of all of it. I'll have to give them a try. Yeah, give them a spell. Yeah. I've been uh I mean, Castrito, they always come out with something that's not really as good as the original. I right. am going to go on record and say that Cool Ranch, we talked about this, and it's kind of controversial, but <laughs> Cool Ranch is pretty far down my list of Doritos. Yeah, yeah. You guys were saying that they're, that they're overrated and they're not that good? Is that what I'm saying? No, like that was the original thing like in the conversation because I had Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, I, I, I said they're overrated, yeah. As okay. far as Doritos go. Because everybody okay. fiends over Cool Ranch. What oh, what what would your Doritos rankings be? My spicy number one, nacho? Spicy Nacho 1, Regular Nacho 2, um, the Sweet Chili. Sweet Chili, the purple bag. Yeah, 3. Um, I'm pretty honestly, close to that, this. I, it's close now between Cool Ranch and the Jalapeno ones. Oh, the, just the regular jalapeno? Yeah, the, I think they're yeah. in a green bag. Jamming jalapeno, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Um, though, the difference I would put on mine is um, I like the green salsa verde ones. Or maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Whatever's in the green bag. The green, yeah, but the, there's two green bags. I yeah. know which is the jalapeno one you're talking about. Okay, well, salsa I don't know which is which, green. but the green bag 
probably both go in front of Cool Ranch for me. Yeah. Um, cool Ranch, though, is the walking taco. Most of them are Cool Ranch, right? Isn't that how it originated? I have no idea. I've, I've, I've only had walking tacos with either regular or regular. Fritos. Huh, I guess. Um, the other one is, the, have you had the original Doritos? Like the, it's an, it's like, like a taco bag. flavor. It's basically taco flavor. I don't they think used I to have, ever a, have them. Oh, I've okay. Ever had them. They're pretty good. My, one of my favorites used to be just taco. It was called taco. <laughs> like, and it basically had, um, you know, like taco seasoning that you'd put on. Like seasoned uh, ground beef. Yeah. It was basically that, um, but better than just that straight on it. Um, but yeah, I would probably, mine would be, I'd just probably flip out regular. I would, I would have a similar stance to you about Cool Ranch with just regular nacho cheese. So you're saying like, regular Doritos go almost as far down as Cool Ranch? I'd probably, I'd probably not flip them because I'd go spicy, then uh, sweet chili, salsa verde, then regular Cool Ranch. Um, back to back, like down there at the three, four, five positions, hmm. somewhere down there. Interesting. I th- I wish that uh, Dom was here because he's somewhat of a Dorito connoisseur. He is cool. Right? He's a, he was on my side on the Cool Ranch, saying that they're not overrated. Even though I have them there, I don't, I don't, I just didn't understand that. This is where we start talking about what does overrated mean by who. <laughs> I'm saying they're overrated. <laughs> Yeah, but but what does that mean? That they're not as good as people say they are. Okay, yeah. So they're not as good as people say they are. Okay. Isn't because that people what overrated means? Well, but yeah, but so my point wasn't even that. You guys just made a statement in the text that these are overrated. I was like, okay, I was just saying I haven't had them in a while. <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously, no one can say anything without getting immediately destroyed yeah so i like sent it and everyone's like those suck actually they're not even good at all you i was like all right cool just hadn't had them in a while so they tasted pretty good you can't have any take on anything and be right even if somebody agrees with you because basically they have to find something they disagree with and just nitpick even if that wasn't your original point yeah at all just make outlandish statements based off of a small statement that you made yeah, the best part is in the group chats is when somebody's like saying something serious, and then either no one responds at all, or somebody just responds with like "Yeah, so is my ass" or like something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody's trying to talk, like, like ask realistic. an actual question. Yeah, like ask. Oh, that's when you freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> when I ask a simple question, I expect a simple answer and not a run around trying to get me to figure out what the answer is. The, the problem was I didn't capitalize BC, so you thought it was because. I know. <laughs> I thought it was Boston. Or, no, I think. Or, no, I, you're like, who is the game? I was like, dude, I don't know the name of the bowl game. I gave you the teams in it. Why does it matter? Oh, yeah. And you, you thought I was saying like something, something because. Because of something else. But I was saying BC Bo- was the other team. Boston, College. Boston College. That's what it was. <laughs> Lost my collective mind. Uh, well, I don't have much more. I don't know if don't you want to go back into your beer. Have you crushed it? Yeah, it's done. It's been gone for a while. I'm sitting, oh, on, wow. unfortunately, on the wrong side, so I couldn't walk over the fridge mid-PCAST to get another. Oh, wow. But uh, Roaring Sun's Daggum IPA. It's pretty good. I did get, I don't know... I'm still kind of confused by the first initial taste, <laughs> but after a while, it started tasting more citrusy, I guess. But as far as IPAs go, it wasn't like over the top, but maybe I'm just saying that because I've got more, I've acquired more of a taste for IPAs. Yeah. Because if I had like a couple years ago drank this, I would have thought it was terrible probably. Right. But, imagine like imagine us drinking one in college when <laughs> we only drank vodka, platinums, Bud Light, like Coors Light. Yeah. Oh no, we never drank Coors Light. Keystone. <laughs> yeah. 
But that oh that was <laughs> I'm gonna get started on another thing, but the Bud Light commercials, everyone was just destroying Coors Light because supposedly Coors Light has some corn syrup in it or something. I so didn't that was, see that. That was their whole marketing thing was uh, that Bud Light doesn't have corn syrup in it. But, what does that mean? Who cares? It's an yeah. ingredient? Yeah. So, okay. Exactly. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Bud Light. Just, yeah, Bud you just Light made my just point urine. for me. Yeah. So, Bud Light is essentially urine, so they don't... <laughs> Whatever's the main ingredient inside of urine is what inside what's inside of Bud Light. Yeah, essentially. But yeah, if we uh, like, if somebody handed me this in college and I I would take one sip of it and be done with it, but I kind of like or have acquired more of a taste for IPAs. Maybe yeah. that's just because I'm not when I drink beer, it's not just to drink as many as humanly possible in a short amount of time. Although you did. Dr- Crush ten yeah. during the Super Bowl, so true. But that's let's not I, say that it's. Well, those were Bush lattes, so so <laughs> those were for the purpose of drinking fast. But yeah, I, I had a Next Coast IPA. It's a Goose Island one um, that my brother brought over. So I had those yesterday with or Sunday with some uh, champagne as well. We oh, busted wow. open, yeah. Big time. We busted open some, uh, who even knows where we get so some So actual stuff, champagne, not the champagne of beers? No, sorry. Okay. No, I would, Miller High Life, I'd be sick to my stomach. I hate Miller really? High Life. You hate it? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I love Miller Lights. Um, I just can't get, even though uh, Rob's a fan of the High Lifes too, but... <laughs> But anyways, on the next coast IPA, uh, it's a Goose Island IPA. Um, not as hoppy, I would say, the spitter. Yeah. Um, pretty good, though. Uh, if you guys can find it, which you'd have to go to a big liquor store. What are the big liquor stores, like just non-local ones? Is there big ones in Can- like big warehouse ones? They've got those all over um, the area that I'm from. <laughs> um, probably in Kansas City, they have like a... I forget what it's called, but I think they do. But like in Manhattan, yeah. wise, there's no such thing as a non-local liquor store. Yeah, I guess that's true. Until they start. Um, do they have Goose Island there? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they have it. I've had I've had Goose Islands. I think they yeah. have it on tap at quite a few places actually. Yeah, that's solid. Um, but do they do they have? See, they probably don't just have regular 312, though, right? They'll have the other stuff, like the IPAs and stuff. Yeah, every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. But, yeah, so I guess my uh, final opinion on the Dagum IPA is I'll give it a Dagum thumbs up, I guess. <laughs> Dagum. <laughs> so, uh, what about that orange Gatorade? Oh, the orange Gatorade is a Powerade. Oh, sorry. It's Powerade. Oh, okay. Powerade's, Powerade Zero. Um, it's okay. Average. I'm not giving it a thumbs up or down because it's just a fucking Powerade. So. <laughs> I was going to say if it was a orange Gatorade, they have a bunch of different types. And one of my favorites that I don't think they make anymore was the orange Gatorade AM. Well, you don't want to get started on uh, with... What what was the tiger one that Jared loves so much? Oh yeah, just the tiger one, I think. Or yeah, X Factor. Ti- no, it wasn't X Factor. It was just Tiger Gatorade. Oh, yeah. or tiger whatever. Tiger Gatorade. It was just like normal, but I think it had like two times the sugar or something. Yeah, it was something absurd. <laughs> it was supposed to make like give you higher endurance or something, but mostly it just probably, had more sugar. Probably for sexual performance too. Yeah, it's so you don't get depleted. Um, for a multitude of reasons. It essentially had crushed up um, blue pills in it. Yeah, I think it did. That's why yeah. they had to quit making it. But. <laughs> it cost $80 a bottle. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess that's all we got. So, uh, I guess I won't see you Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> As in, I, if I'm actually seeing any listeners. But... Um, I think just Dom and Trey are doing something a little, uh, a little special. So yeah, I guess 
Is that where we're going to leave it? We're going to tease it like that? Yeah. Not going to get too in depth. It's good. No, point. I don't right. think I don't think we want to get too in depth, but you'll have some right. uh, something different for your lis- listening pleasures on Ooh. Friday. So hopefully something enjoyed. to arouse you guys. Yeah. So hopefully you enjoyed this one and you've made it this far in the PCAST. But uh, that's it. Mike and Sam. See you later. We're out. All right. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>